Ah, your timeline. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Looks clean. Oh, wow, it's really clean. Have you, oh my, yeah. dude, they bit this UI so hard. It's been a minute and a half, uh, about two weeks now that we haven't had an episode. Yeah. Uh, Ihai, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. You know, just out here playing this struggle of a game called Life, you know, but other than that, I'm doing all right, surviving. Can't complain. Yeah. How about you, man? How's uh, hey. how's the uh, D? The DT? DYT? Uh, DYT. Dana, Ohio is treating me pretty well. Uh, I got the chance to see my good friend Cedric uh, become a second lieutenant, so shout out to him. Uh, Boris was also in town, so shout out to Boris. And uh, so I really got essentially got to reunite with my high school buddies, and work is picking up. The apartment's coming together pretty well, and I'm essentially just picking up the pace of life here. Yeah, again. for sure. So, Adjusting, so we're working out pretty well. <clears throat> cool, cool, cool. And for the topic du jour, actually, I'll introduce it. Because this uh, this was brought on by actually two random events. Um, I don't think I told you this. Uh, so I think it was, I don't remember what date it was. Uh, so I think about two weeks ago I was at the office, and me and my uh, next one of my coworkers we started talking about like health uh, records being online and stuff like that, and he was like really worried they might get hacked. Are you talking about EMRs? Yeah. Yeah, and for me, to my point, I'm like, and he was essentially extended to the point, it was like, he just tries as much as possible not to have anything online, because privacy is very important. Yeah. And <laughs> a couple of days later, right, probably like a day or two, then the Ashley Madison hack happens. And yeah. if you guys haven't heard about the Ashley Madison hack, um, in two sentences, essentially, a website that provides... Um, Risque escort services to multiple people got hacked, and one of the major discrepancies that the service has is that in order to even delete your information, you had to pay them to delete your information. Which means that how is that even legal? I have no idea. I mean, people just click uh, to agree with the terms of agreement. So yeah. They probably slipped that in there somewhere. Seems like but, it'd be like a blackmail-ish that you have to pay to have your information <laughs> deleted from a site that's famous for yeah. cheaters, you know? Yeah, but then, so then this brought on the the biggest question, like a higher question is like, one, what is privacy today? And <clears throat> is there, like, is anything we do ever off the, off the web in general? Mm-hmm. You know? And I don't know if you, um, I mean, like the Ashley Madison is just like a side note on how the, on how this topic came about, but people, you guys can read about it, but there's been plenty, plenty of like privacy hacks and data breaches that have happened in the past. And I don't know, it's it's quite disconcerting and yeah. And well, I didn't go off the. Um, Ashley Madison hack. So a lot of people were kind of giving it flag or whatever, saying, 
hey, yeah, well, good, because that site's made for scumbags. But at the same time, I don't think they're really looking at the more um, pressing issue here of mm. that site being hacked. But what if it was a site that was not as morally questionable and had um, very valid or like very sensitive information? So like, right, let's say like something got like Chase or, you know, your EMRs or something got hacked. People would I mean, be flipping. Target. Yeah, or a car. Like, a, somebody, was it a Jeep or something that got cut off in the middle of, like, <laughs> a highway? Oh, yeah, no, I there's a car. Uh, Chrysler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, American vehicles, JK. But, um, but, yeah, exactly. Like, privacy in general, it's kind of interesting how uh, people want to rag on that. But that could have happened to any service, like, out there. I mean, well, not any. If they care about security. But it could happen to you. And really, the only way to keep that kind of information or at least keep your information safe and protected is by using something like a password manager like LastPass or 1Password or KeepPass to use a randomized password on every single site. But at the same time, you're not safe. But And like going past even the hacking, like let's talk about privacy from in our daily lives. Everybody uses Facebook. But Lord knows how much information Facebook is using for us. Like, even thinking about it, no. like, they're targeted ads. That's reaching, like, what you're browsing targets you what know, you're, the advertisement you get on Facebook. I'm more scared. Like, one of the things that I noted with Facebook is this, is that the data, like, the amount of data. I don't know if you remember when they did, they created Open Graph. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Used and it. the Open Graph project was essentially, like, they're trying to know everyone you know. And how you are connected to everyone else in the world. Yeah. Right. I don't know if you realize something. Like the more that I, I started when once I read about us, I, I started noting, noticing uh, a few things like the behavior of my newsfeed changing. Definitely. Right? Yeah. The more I message someone, the more their posts would show up. Yeah. Or the more I check someone's posts. Right. The more I check someone's post, the more they rise up in like the people I may want to message. Mm hmm. Right. And it's just little things like that or how essentially Facebook knows the face of everyone on Earth. Well, not everyone, at least a billion people. Yeah. On Earth. Right. They know that I mean, the facial recognition is on point and is uncanny. I am wondering the architecture behind that, because that has to be a lot of processing power in real time to like actually. At this point, I don't. It might not even be like that much processing in time. So, I think I read. Uh, I got a chance to read the Shazam paper when I was in college, right? You know, how, the yeah. way Shazam did it, right? You would think that, oh my God, so much data because they have to process in. Didn't they use CUDA for like parallel processing? Yeah, they probably use parallel processing, but the way they shortened the amount of time it took to identify a song is that they created. Uh, a map of the transform, like the frequency yeah. transform of all the songs. So you can do the same thing with an image and essentially just reduce it to like the most simplest mathematical format and you just recognize pattern instead of trying to recognize the full face. Uh-huh. I see. Very interesting. Yeah. So as, as God, much as you may think, get oh, back that's to the a lot of computing power. Yeah. But it's like, no, no, no. You just reduce it to this like, what is the most information necessary to recognize your facial structure? And that's probably, that's not a lot of points. Yeah. At least for a smartphone at this, these days, right? Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. But but all, all Facebook info 
as much as it is anonymized, there is somewhere that there's a connection. There's like a token out there that says this person and this data are the same, you know? Yeah, that most definitely. Like if you share a Facebook like image URL, you can extract a profile ID from it to see who that photo belongs to. Just like an example like that. I mean, it's how it is. That's just the way it is. And like, <laughs> and that's one of the things I kind of like, I was, I didn't want to bring it up with the conversation with one of my coworkers in the sense I was like, he said like, oh no, I'm really worried about my, my healthcare data and just like privacy in general. But he said he was on Facebook. I'm like, dude, if you're on Facebook, like, yes, you have quote unquote <clears throat> privacy, but your data is out there. Like someone else knows about you, mm-hmm. you know? And to me, I guess like there was a huge disconnect in the sense that I didn't understand why he was so worried about privacy. Right? Mm-hmm. And even the Ashley Madison breach kind of scared me, but also kind of did not scare me. For sure. Yeah. You know, and I guess like that's one of the things I'm trying to reconcile is like how much should I care? Yeah. About privacy. Exactly. And I think, see, I think it all depends on like, because pre- people really, Man, I'm trying to think of how to word this. In terms of privacy, I think, like, I kind of care a lot about privacy, right? I don't want people being, like, I don't care that Facebook is snooping through. Like, I want privacy from others, like, other um, individuals. Like, I don't want you sneaking around, like, being able to sneak through, like, my, uh, or um, sneak through my private messages, like, without my permission or just see any time. But I know Facebook, okay. every single Facebook employee has full access to your account um, information, like can access your account because they want to. Granted, because like whenever I interviewed there, they're like, yeah, of course, you know, morals, right? Or like if you, uh, if, you have, if you use that power to access somebody's account like maliciously or without like permission or for no reason, you get like fired like that, like because they don't play games with that. Yeah, great think. power comes great responsibility, right? So mm-hmm. I think in terms of privacy, like I care, but at the same time, you got Facebook or not even Facebook. Let's use Google because Google's privacy violations, it comes like, so Google is creepily convenient. At, yeah. And that's because you're kind of giving up your privacy for Google to learn more about you in terms of like, maybe like your email, not even your emails, but like your I location mean, and all that. trying to be your like personal butler. For- yeah. Like Google now is very contextual and it's just learning your daily habits. Like, I can pull up my Google data and it can show where I was at, what time, when, and like um, all the other good stuff. You know? Did you see what they introduced in the new Google Maps app? What was it? So if you have a location history turned on, right, you can see a very nice, uh, it's a really cool layout where you can see essentially the places you've been. Or like on a specific day, it's going to show you your trajectory like... If I go on yesterday, it's going to tell me where I've been. If I go on Friday, it's going to tell me that I didn't go at work, that mm-hmm. I went to Rice State instead, and things like that. Ah, your timeline. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. It looks clean. Oh, wow, it's really clean. Have you... Oh, my... Yeah. Dude, they bit this UI so hard. Yeah, no, so... I mean, they they did a pretty good job. Yeah. I mean, I've had location history turned on. For a while. Same. I mean, ever since uh, I got an Android phone. Same. And 
it's been pretty handy at times, yep, right? Definitely. I lost my phone once, and I didn't. If I didn't have location research turned on, turned on, I wouldn't have found it because my phone died, and I had to essentially kind of like retrace my phone steps mm-hmm. in order to find it. Right. Or for example, a couple of days ago, uh, me and Comcast uh, chat representative almost got into an altercation because they said I didn't ship them back their equipment, right? I had I used the Google location history to retrace what day did I go to the UPS yeah. to drop off the the box. Right? I wouldn't have like if it wasn't for that, I would have not have remembered. Yeah. Because like I was like in the hush hush of moving and I was just like running errands like crazy. But I knew essentially like the specific steps I took that day. So I knew like what pattern to look for as far as like went to UPS, did X, did Y, exactly. and then came back. Yeah. So, in the sense, like, giving up my privacy has given Google the ability to learn about me, but also Google gave me a whole lot of tools to, like, really, I don't know, go about my day. It gives you a better, like, yeah, it, make, it makes you more productive in the long run, right? And leads yeah. to a better user experience. And you can make the same argument for Facebook, even though, like, granted, you may not care about that, you don't want them collecting your private data for, like, targeted advertising. In terms of the example you gave with, gave with uh, who you're frequently messaging or who you message more or, like, interact yeah. with more, that's another, like, nice user experience, like, improvement in their application. Definitely. Definitely. And I just want to say, as far as targeted ads, to be honest, I... I, I'm a little bit torn. I have an ad blocker, right? so <laughs> I don't even see ads. Yes, no, the thing is, like, you have ad, ad blocker. Yes, you don't see ads. But still, they can still use that same data to, like, populate your newsfeed with sponsored posts. Yeah. Right? Because sponsored posts are not blocked. And sometimes the sponsored posts are very interesting. Sometimes they're not. But most of the time, I don't know. I, did, I didn't mind. Like, I don't think it's, like... I guess I don't like targeted ads. I don't mind as much just that the ads that people are putting out are just either one, not that interesting Two, they're just products. I don't need any. I don't need it. Yeah. And I'd be actually really interested in seeing data on that, man. Like how often do people actually like see a targeted ad online? Be like, oh, yeah, I definitely needed that. Like how is advertising going to be revolutionized in the future? Because I don't buy things based off of advertisements that much anymore. A lot of times now I make my purchases based off of like word of mouth, which is kind of how it's always been, you know. But advertising yeah. really, I'd argue, is not really as transformative like for millennials in certain cases, right? I mean, currently, like the formula for advertising is they're 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 struggling. To find like the best, uh, a really good uh, targeting. I don't know, a really good targeting message, right? Yeah, because like, how I... do you get how do you get the kids nowadays to buy stuff, right? At a certain point, there was like, oh, you have to be associated with a cause, right? Yeah, there's some people who did it really well, and some who essentially kind of like half, uh, kind of like essentially hacked at it and didn't do that well. Right, so Tom's was one of the original ones that did it well, at, at least for like the messaging and like sending the message out there. And then you have every now and then, uh, I think it's Mastercard mm-hmm. that goes with like hashtag fight cancer. So sometimes also that works, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, advertising like 
th- like that's the thing. Like giving up my privacy has not given me the has not given me better. It hasn't given me a better consumer experience. It hasn't. It hasn't given me like a better consumer experience as far as like it hasn't influenced much of my purchasing decisions. What I buy, yeah. Or I think, or I think that it hasn't. You know, yeah, it hasn't influenced my purchasing decisions. Because what happens when I go purchase when I try to purchase something? One, I ask you or Trey or uh, Adam. Yeah. Right. Or people who just like generally buy stuff. Then I go online. I go on the wire cutter, right? And I was like, okay, what's the best X? And then I look on the reviews, see which one has a really nice price range, right? Read up the review on it, then decide to buy that. Yeah. Right? That's if I'm buying something like that's $100 plus. Uh, anything south of 50, I'm like, all right, let me just go see the best one on Amazon that has the most reviews. I read the most critical, like every single one that has three stars. Mm-hmm. I read those and I make my decision off of that. Yeah. That's it. Right? This is not like I don't know if I don't know if they track that. I don't think they can. So yeah. advertisement at the moment really hasn't influenced much of at least what I buy so far. Although yeah. I will say this. There was a sponsored post on Twitter that got me interested into some data visualization books. Really? Yes. That's very... I haven't bought them yet. I can't even remember the author. I'd have to go through my Google history, but it was really an odd timing because, like, I've been looking for, uh, like, a book that tells me how to present technical data because there isn't much that's written on that out there yeah right how to present personal uh, technical data what kind of graphs is best for xyz Ooh, i think i have and a good like, book recommendation i can have a list i have it written down somewhere that i can recommend to you as well but yeah continue yeah and just like just looking up that information like how to present technical data usually just ends up like giving you some like random posts with, with nonsense yeah right so like i don't know at that time it was like I don't know how that promoted post on Twitter got to me, but it got me thinking about buying the book. But the thing is, it went to the website of the guy who was selling the books brand new, and I was like, eh, I kind of really don't need this brand new, so I've been looking for the used versions. So in the end, I don't know if the guy's making money anyways, but yeah. that way they've influenced my uh, my purchasing. That's the one that I can clearly remember. Mm-hmm being that but I don't and like to be honest just to bring back to the point that not a lot of people care about um, privacy you remember the um, Snowden uh, the Snowden uh, leaks right Mm -hmm. when John Oliver was asking like after (laughs) like a year he went out in the streets and he asked people do you know who Snowden is, right, in the streets of New York? No one, almost no one. There was, like, maybe one out of 20 people, right, he he asked who knew what Snowden did. Like, everyone else was like, huh, who, Snowden, Snow what? Yeah. You know, which, which rings, which essentially kind of, like, begs the question, like, as a generation, do we really care about privacy that much or 
is our definition of privacy completely different? Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know. That's like I, I I don't know if I have a question for that. You know, like I guess like one of the things that I told my the one of the one of the things I told my coworker at the time was like <clears throat> if there's one specific thing that I don't want hacked is Amazon. Oh my God! I do. Dear not God, want no. Amazon. Yeah, me neither. Like, that holds. Like essentially, like this is how sad it is. Like <clears throat> essentially, what I'm saying right now is that. If someone else knew, like, all my medical records, blah, 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 eh, I'll be like, eh. But then, if they get all my purchasing history, right, and I'm like, and my credit card, I'm like, ah, that's when I freak out. Yeah. Mainly because, like, everything that I buy and how I purchase it, that's out there. Where you live. Right. You know, that too, as well. Where you live or where you have lived. Dude, when I'm filling out (laughs) When I'm filling out, like, I never delete Amazon addresses because when you're filling out either a job application or, like, background. Oh, you see, where They always ask you, it's like, where have you lived? I'm like, hold up. Amazon knows this. Yep. And I go and check it out. You see, like, I don't remember most of my dorm rooms anymore if it wasn't for Amazon. Like, my dorm room numbers, if it's not for Amazon, can't recall. 313... 200. Yeah, I don't recall like my sophomore year one, but I remember all the other ones. I know I was on the first floor, then I was the third floor, and then I was the fourth floor. Yeah. Fourth floor, I remember, is 428. That's recent. Uh, I remember that I was on corners, but that's about it. True, true. Right. Um, <laughs> you know? I'm trying to remember what there was an instance of this date, um, privacy, or like data science going wrong, machine learning gone wrong. Right. It was a Target incident. Like, there's always a commonly signed, like, example. I'm pretty sure I didn't hear about this from, but I think I heard about it from Professor Shawa, actually. Um, yeah. Go Natesh. But talking about how somebody, there was a, I think it was a teenage girl or something like that, that made a series of purchases. And, like, you know, they asked for, like, email or whatever, and, like, and all that jazz. But then through learning that, you know, you can see, like, a priori, like, normally, like, pregnant women buy these combination of items together at various spans of time. And using that, yeah. you know, to send them, like, send her, like, coupons and whatnot for, like, diapers or something, diapers, like, formula, yeah. etc. Because she's ex- she's expecting a baby. Parents find it, and they're just, like, enraged. Like, you think my daughter's pregnant? Yada, yada, yada. What the heck? What the heck? But then, you know, upon um, further investigation... You know, she was pregnant, and they were able to figure that out just by her purchasing habits. So it's kind of creepy like that. Like, does that backfire against us somehow in the future, you know? Or, like, like will that backfire? Like, situations like that is another reason why it's kind of iffy at times. I mean, like, That's a very edge uh, case, but... Our common friend, Trey, what he said is that because of, like, variable pricing, right... No one in the future will ever. You'll only you'll you won't be presented with the cheapest item. Mm-hmm. You'll only be presented with the item you can afford. Yeah. Right. So, if you're more likely, if you're more likely to, if you're more likely to buy something that's fifty dollars, if you can afford something that's fifty dollars, Amazon is not going to show you something that's better and cheaper, but they can show you something kind of good at that price range yeah because they know your purchasing habit then they know like how you usually purchase so essentially 
one way to see it in the future because of convenience, you're always getting like you're getting what you want, but you're not getting it. You're not getting the best value. Yeah. Well, not necessarily the best, the best monetary value. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, with AI, it's but it's, it's interesting. mad interesting because there's like all these services keep on pop up, popping up. They keep on collecting all of our information, right? You got Uber yeah. that knows where the heck I travel to on like what time, what days of the week, etc. Like, oh, this guy goes to downtown a lot. It must be a party animal, or whatever. But it's just be I interesting. Mean, Uber knows like the going out schedule of every single one. Yeah, exactly. Right? They can like by city say this club has X amount of is more popular than club Y. Yeah. Right, as another point of data God. to just, like, reference. Oh, actually, you just gave me an idea. Well, I wish I had data on that, but, like, if we were to be like, oh, where are you looking to go, you know? Like, build an app for, like, recommending uh, places for people to go and hook it up into the Uber API to hail a car. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Oh, that's actually pretty nice. I mean, they do pay you, like, a bunch of money for including their API in your yes, app. Yes, sir. So, about to hit that up this week. Uh, open up Android Studio, start coding up some mobile apps. But, yeah, just an example. It's just interesting. We have more and more evolution, like, as we keep on evolving and evolving and evolving. And you got the Internet of Things now. That's kind of interesting. Like, <laughs> more things to collect information about me. Smart TVs. Yeah. Remember the Xbox One? People were freaking out because it had that whole like always listening mode for the whole voice thing. Yeah. You could hear your conversations. And there was a, something else. I forgot what it was that was. It could use your conversations in the room for targeted advertising. Am I like? There. I, am I imagining this? But pe- no, I think people just speculated that because it was always on and always listening, Skynet, that they could essentially. Uh, scan that and use it for targeted advertisement. Although I don't think it, I don't think they ever, I don't think they ever intended. I think it was just like to control the Xbox, way. you know, because it, it can be voice commanded. Yeah, people had their tinfoil hats on. Funny story about that. So my buddy bought um, Xbox One. He had he has an Xbox One. Then he bought the the Connect. The Kinect cam, yeah. right? And then he's like, he's feeling really cool. He comes in and saying, you know, Xbox One, on. No, Xbox on. Xbox turns on, he starts playing Destiny, goes online, essentially just like doing awesome stuff. They say, Xbox, record. And then Xbox records his highlights and whatnot. Then his roommate comes in and his roommate just shouts, Xbox, off. <laughs> and then just like that. <laughs> Double edged sword. <laughs> yeah. Pro tip: If you're going, you're gonna have. Uh, if you're gonna try and flex, live by yourself at least, <laughs> or don't have <laughs> friends that aren't your. Pro tip. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's it's an interesting thing, and this is something that's probably gonna develop as we grow older. And as uh, we get older, we get more and more conscious about our private lives. You know. I mean, for example, person. I'm not, I'm not, but like, I'm actually trying to like care more about my privacy as I get older. I'm just like, dang, I have to worry, have to worry about jobs now. JK, I'm a good, I'm a good guy. But like, can you, so can you, can you imagine if Credit Karma got hacked? Bruh, don't even like, <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. That would, well, I have good credit. If I just look at it and say, dang, this guy has a really good credit score, you know, but like, yeah, I know, but that means like, oh, I can use his stuff to buy. Yeah anything i want so that's what i'm saying just like 
I mean, the stuff we get for free, like, I, I hope Credit Karma's security team is, like, I don't know, on some uh, uh, alert yeah. red, code code alert red or whatever. Yep. I hope they're the best security team ever because in order to sign up, I gave up my social security number. Yep. My birthday. Or even working at somewhere like uh, on an app like Mint, you know, that stores all your transactions, not from one account, but all of all your accounts. financial accounts. It even tells me how much I owe on my student loans, how much my car is yeah. worth, how much is in my investment account, my 401k, everything. Like, it's wild. It's wild. Yeah. So, which, which essentially just begs the question, like, do I really care about privacy? Yeah. Or to pose a bigger question, right, do millennials, as we're called, really care about privacy? And I think that's that's something I'd like to our listener to weigh on, you know, on Twitter. If you guys have something to say, for sure, um, tweet, uh, tweet us. Mm-hmm. And on that point, Nihai, do you have anything to add? Nah, man, all my thoughts are finished for this topic. Yeah. So, um, listener, questions of the week until next episode. I guess we can start this this week. Um, what do if you're a millennial? Do you really care about privacy, or what service, if hacked, would you be most upset about that you use? Uh, tweet your thoughts at Two Black Nerds, and if you want to find me online, I am. Uh, at Queer Romeo, that's K W I R O M E O. And Ihani, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me at Kuchu, K W U C H U. Thank you all for listening in, and until next time, peace. Peace.